Hey everyone, welcome back. Um, so uh, today I want to uh, start. I want to start going into the latter part of the marriage uh, when it was nearing its end. I've spoken, you know, in a past episode of the cheating he was doing, uh, which you all know of the the girls at the gym. But I'm sure there was more now. Um, I just thought it was the two at the gym. Um, well, I, you know, I thought it had all stopped, thought we were working on our marriage. I remember having a conversation with my sister and I thought that he may be up to some of his shenanigans again because he would constantly tell me that I was incapable of love, that I was incapable of loving him the way that he needed to be loved. Now, Remember, you know, these narcissists, these sociopaths, they deflect. They deflect everything onto you. Everything that they are or what they're doing, they're pointing the finger at you and deflecting it onto you. Um, Smoke and mirrors. This is a tactic. They do it all the time. So basically, it's like they're confessing their own self and what they're doing and pointing the finger at you. So ultimately, he was the one who was incapable of love. <clears throat> so, um, you know, so he told me that, you know, I could leave him and go out with other men, but that no one will love me. He said they'll definitely want to fuck you, but none of them will love you. He used to tell me that all the time, that no one would love me. But yeah, of course, they'd want to sleep with me, but that's about it. So, you know, during some of my conversations with my sister, she really wanted me um, to hire one of my PIs. And, you know, I was reluctant. I really didn't want to do it. And I think that deep down, I didn't want to do it. Because ultimately, I just didn't want to know. I was afraid to know because I just didn't have the emotional energy left in me to handle it. You know, to handle any more betrayal, any more lies, any more cheating. I just, I didn't have the energy left in me to deal with it and to fight. And I was exhausted. You know, I had been so depleted emotionally, psychologically, physically, on every level by this man. I had nothing left to give or to fight with. He just, he sucked the life out of me. He is definitely an emotional vampire. And, you know, that's, that's how these narcissists are. You know, they're emotional vampires. They just suck everything out of you the emotions out of you and they just want more and more of you it's like they want pieces of you it's just it's a parasite just making you sick and sucking the life out of you and you're like dying a slow death um now again I know that in some of my past episodes I've been mainly been direct and talking to women out there and to be careful of this narcissist narcissistic men and I apologize for that because you know what men I know you need to be careful too there are plenty of women out there who are narcissists as well it goes both ways so you know no disrespect I 
I didn't want to exclude you. So I do know that it can happen to you as well. Um, you know, but back to my situation, you know, I just, I knew ultimately that my sister was right and that I needed to do it and hire a PI. So, you know, eventually I ended up hiring one and it didn't even take very long for the PI to figure his game out. You know, I went in, talked to the PI the day before, gave him his schedule. And so the very next day, you know, um, he basically, he, the PI parked around the corner from our home. It was early on a Tuesday morning and I remember it. So he watched my ex-husband load up his truck, put our son in his truck and take him to school. He followed him to school. Um, he then followed him to the gym that he was working out at. And now remember, I don't know if you guys, you know, remember on my last episode, I told you that he had befriended a couple at the gym. Well, um, you know, that couple had become very good friends with us. It actually became very, almost like consuming. Their friendship became very consuming, almost obsessive. Um, We were with them all the time, every weekend, having lunches together, going out together, dinners, um, going up to Big Bear, renting a cabin, staying the weekend together. Um, And I just remember he was so into the husband, like the two of them were into each other, like it was a total bromance. And they would call each other brother. And you know, they were both doing steroids together. And ultimately, I mean, the the husband was just like my ex husband. So, you know, so they hung out all the time, and it was to the extreme. But they were just alike. Now, um, Looking back on it, though, it was really strange. And at this point, I wouldn't even be surprised if they were on the down low. So for those of you that don't know what the down low is, you can Google it. Um, because, I, you know, I actually had a few people um, approach me and insinuate to me after the fact that they felt the same way and that it was a possibility. Now, like I said, nothing nothing would shock me now after all the things I found out about this man. I mean, they were just coming at me left and right. I definitely prayed for it and I prayed for clarity. I prayed for the Lord to show me what do I do in this marriage, Lord? Am I do I fight for this marriage? Am I, you know, do you want me here? Is, is he wrong? You know, I prayed and prayed for a year and he definitely, the Lord definitely answered my prayer. And I was getting sucker punched left and right with truth, with the truth. And with so much, I could barely, I could barely handle it. I couldn't even process it. It was just process overload. Um, but yeah, you know, we were we became really close with that couple, you know, to the point where 
my ex even had our son calling this guy uncle. You know, it was ridiculous. Um, but I followed the program because that's what you're supposed to do with these people. Um, you know, if you don't follow the program with a narcissist, it's it's hell. You'll pay for it later. Um, but in all honest, honesty, I, you know, I really did genuinely like these people and I considered them friends. I, I really liked his wife. Um, we would hang out together. She, um, actually took me to a spa day, uh, for my birthday. But now I know after the fact that while she took me away, for my birthday, for a spa day, my ex was screwing around with someone because he knew I was going to be gone all day with her. Um, you know, I even went shopping with their two daughters. They have two daughters at that time. One was 18 and 14. Um, and then they had a 12-year-old son. But, you know, I really, I loved the daughters, you know. They really liked me. We got along great, you know. I even bought them each an outfit. Um, but so, you know, back to the PI. So he follows my ex to the, to that gym where he sees him talking with this couple and hanging out. And then all of a sudden this woman walks up and hugs and kisses my ex-husband. Um, and she also begins to give hugs to this other couple who are supposed to be my friends. Um, so this was all very comfortable and like the norm for all of them. Like there was no, there was no reservation. It, it seemed like this was just normal behavior. They all knew each other. They all left together, uh, that morning to a restaurant to have breakfast, just the four of them. And so it was like a double date, just like we did, you know, previous days before the dinners, lunch, the four of us. So, you know, at this point, the betrayal for me was very deep. You know, how could these supposed friends condone his behavior? It's not like they didn't know me. You know, how could they look me straight in the face all this time? Come to my home, go out with us to dinners, knowing that all this is going on and what he's doing. It's, it's beyond me and it's just flat out disgusting. Um, so now, you know, once they left the restaurant and went their separate ways, my ex and this other woman got into his truck and drove to a park. They sat in his truck for about an hour and now his windows were really tinted, very dark. So the PI couldn't record much of anything at this point because this entire time the PI had been recording things and taking lots of pictures. Um, but because of his windows being so dark, he couldn't see anything. But at this point, I'm sure we all can figure out what was going on in the truck. Um, then, uh, then they left, they left the park and they drove, um, from what I remember, they drove over to a church where my ex's best friend C was, we'll, we'll call him C, um, 
C-Money. We'll call him C-Money. Yeah, that's his nickname. So C-Money was at this church with his girlfriend, R, Raj, um, because she worked there at the church. Um, now his best friend, C-Money, was like family to me. You know, 14 years in my life with this man. To my family, to me, we loved C-Money. We loved this guy. We thought he was like the most straight up, honest, good-hearted Christian man. Um, we just, my mom adored him. She just loved him. I did too. I mean, I genuinely loved him like family. Like I said, 14 years with this man. You know, he was in our wedding. He was there for the birth of our son. He came to all the family functions, even with his boys. I loved his boys. Um, and he had gone through a horrible divorce himself where his wife was having an affair and cheating on him and actually got pregnant by the man she was cheating on him with. So you would think that this would touch a nerve with him. But no, just wait till you guys hear. He condoned the whole thing. And he knew me well inside and out and knew that I was a good person and knew that my ex-husband was full of shit. You know, but for whatever reason, you know, these narcissists have to, you know, build their little clan. It makes them feel good. Um, but I was really, really hurt and betrayed by this, you know, so my ex and this other woman go to see him and granted his girlfriend didn't know what was going on because, uh, she, you know, she genuinely looked shocked and confused in the video when she saw this woman in the truck. Um, and from what I know now, she had even asked um, C-Money, like, what is going on? What is Laszlo doing? Like, who is this woman in his truck? Where's Carla? Um, and C-Money just told her, you know, not to say anything. And that Laszlo's going to do what Laszlo wants. Laszlo, you know, I can't tell him anything. I can't tell him otherwise. I've tried, but... You know, he's going to do what he wants to do. Um, so to make it even worse, see money, I found out later, he would actually do three-way calls for my ex-husband so that he could talk to other women so that I wouldn't see these calls on the phone bill. He even knew about our neighbors that he was having affairs with. I remember at one point coming across one of our phone bills and seeing a blocked number um, on our bill. And it was every morning at the exact same time, Monday through Friday, every morning, right after he would drop off our son at school for over an hour, every morning. Um, and I thought that was so odd. So obviously I, you know, I approached him about it. I confronted him like, what, what is this? Who, who are you talking to every morning for over an hour after you drop off Liam at school? 
Oh, and then he says, oh, no, that's just my best friend. That's just C money. He and I, he and I just talking about life, marriage, our problems. No, it's, it's not a big deal. And, you know, you can even ask him. I'll call him up and you can ask him right now. And obviously, I didn't want him to do that because I didn't want people knowing all of our business. And it made me very uncomfortable. But he insisted. And before I knew it, he had his friend C money on the phone. And of course, see money's all, oh yeah, that's me. We're talking every morning, you know, no worries. And it's not a big deal. <laughs> oh, wow. But um, so it wasn't him. He was covering for my husband. Shocker. Um, so, you know, to find all the lies out, even with him, who I considered family, was extremely heartbreaking. I just, at this point, I didn't know who I could trust. I just, I was beside myself. I was like, my head was spinning. I just, I felt like just hiding because I didn't know who I could trust. It was all a complete lie. Um, I even found out later on too that the neighbor uh, my ex-husband was involved with, he was talking um, to her every morning. It was her that he was talking to for an hour, over an hour, every morning, not, not his best friend, not see money. So he's carrying on with the neighbor. And then this other woman from the gym that the PI, you know, took recordings of, um, Mel, we'll call her Mel. Um, so he's messing around with the neighbor who I didn't even know about the neighbor yet until, later on when this got really dirty and we were going to court and she was going to court with him and I thought that was odd and it just it just it's confusing um but yeah I didn't even know about the neighbor at this point I only knew about the one um from the PI so when I got home later on that evening, um, after I got all the information from the PI and confirmation, I confronted my ex about it. And of course, he tried to play dumb, telling me that I was crazy um, and that I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, these narcissists will lie and lie and lie. Um, oh, and did I say they'll lie and lie some more? They just... <laughs> They crazy make you. You literally have to catch them in the act. Um, literally have to catch them in bed. And even they'll still try to lie to you then. You know? Um, yeah, they'll try. Even if you catch them in bed, screwing this person, they'll still try to lie and gaslight you and say, you didn't, you, you're, you didn't see it right. Like, I, that wasn't me. Like I wasn't doing that. You're not, you're seeing things. You're crazy. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, once he realized he couldn't lie and gaslight his way out of this one, he starts to deflect and blame it all on me. He straight out tells me, well, what did you expect? You didn't love me the way that I needed to be loved. So that's what happens. So it's definitely right back to the games. Defect, uh, deflects it all onto you. 
and blames. The blame game. Everything's always my fault. Everything's always my fault. I pushed him to do that. I pushed him to, you know, I pushed him to fall into this person's vagina and have affairs. Yeah, all of them. All of them. And I I don't even know all of them. I can... I can name probably about 10 that I know of, and I'm sure there's more than that. Um, But, you know, after all that, after I confronted him, after he tried to blame me, I just told him to get out, get out and leave. So, you know, he did end up packing a bag and he left. And at this point, this is the beginning of the final end to his end. This is the beginning to where all his lies started to unfold. His game is starting to come to an end and I'm beginning to stop playing. So, you know, I'm, I'm going longer than I like to. There's just so much and I get on a roll, but, um, I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue on next week with what happens now after he leaves um, because uh, this happened in January of 2015 um, and really the final end of it all and the climax of it all was in May, the end of May of 2015. So I'm going to go in piece by piece the last four months of this marriage and how all the lies unfolded, how everything unfolded, the assault, everything, everything to the end, the court, immigration, escorting him back to Hungary um, and, you know, finishing my story. But now we're getting into the meat of it. And like I said, uh, now at this point, we're going into the last four months. So, you know, stay tuned. I will be back next week. I'll try not to take as long as I have been. I'm just really trying to gather my thoughts and remember things and go through my journals and just get it all together so I can really tell the story right and just process it and get it out of me which is what I'm doing. And I'm hoping to help you guys too in the process. And again, thank you all who write in, who give me some really great reviews. You guys are amazing and I love you and you're keeping me motivated. Um, and just, you know, thank you for sharing your stories. I, I love hearing them. If you want to email me again, it's Carla, K-A-R-L-A, Bell, B-A-I-L, Bonds, B-O-N-D-S, at Gmail. Um, and just, um, you know, I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. And you guys all have a great night. Take care.